Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my review and thoughts on Vex Offensive Final Assault. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. I'm usually live when these hit the feeds. I have been doing extra videos and Q&A sessions to give myself content and you content while I'm away for Thanksgiving for a week. So I might not be live when this hits the feeds. If I'm not, you can follow the Twitch channel. If you're watching on YouTube, hit like and subscribe. Help me out so i'm gonna walk through vex offensive final assault i know people are mad i know they're disappointed i am gonna probably not be very kind in this video so first i'm gonna say what is it what do they do uh that won't take very long second i'm actually gonna say don't blame the community there's a lot of folks and me included sometimes we sort of say, hey, community, it's your fault. You got hyped. You know, you 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 ignored how it was advertised or whatever, and they blame the community. And lastly, I want to say loot is the key. Having loot in this game is the key. There should have at least been some type of loot. So what is it? Okay, so to be fair to Vex Offensive Final Assault, there actually is some cool things about it. Number one, you get some pretty cool dialogue from your ghost. Number two, you do get some dialogue from Ikora. And then number three, the final boss in Vex Offensive is different. And that is it. That's all they did. Undying Mind is now the boss. He's actually weaker than the minutes are. He's a lot easier to one phase. We almost one phased him our first try. If I would have died, if I would have been familiar with the fight, we would have one phased him. So I was too close and got baked. There were some, you know, attack things I wasn't ready for. But that's basically it. That's it. That's all they did. They added some dialogue. They added Undying Mind. And that's all they did. Now... This is understandably disappointing for a variety of reasons. I know a lot of folks have taken to Reddit and the forums, and Cosmo's been on there responding to people, accepting feedback. They're well aware that we are disappointed. I don't I don't think they should be surprised at our disappointment, and I'm going to make some arguments that we even just came up with this morning just about the, the variety of things that happened this season and what was announced, what wasn't announced, what was on the calendar and what wasn't. There's some confusing decisions by Bungie uh, with regard to this. So, first, I'm going to say don't blame the community, all right? On the calendar and the roadmap, this looked like an activity that was launching, something new. It has a different name, Vex Offensive Final Assault. If you look at Nightfalls, they're very different. Why? They launched something new. Here's Nightfalls. Here's Nightfall, the ordeal. Totally different encounter. Uh, to- I'm sorry, totally different damage structures to the fights. Uh, totally different as far as like champions and stuff. There's modifiers. There's four difficulty spectrums. There's loot incentive. When I click on Nightfall, the ordeal, I get four different difficulties and each one has reward structure vex offensive gets nothing vex offensive final assault is a name change only i mean the boss fight is arguably the same boss it it, he, he has the shield he drops down nothing changes okay it just now they've changed it to vex offensive final assault and you click on it it's the same power it's the same rewards it's the exact same thing. I think that's the main point we want to make here, is they did nothing to the actual activity. A boss change in appearance only. It's basically it. It's the same fight. It's the same mechanic. There's more yellow bar enemies. I don't think so. It didn't seem to be different at all. Even if there's more yellow bar enemies, it's still a 750 encounter, so it doesn't feel different at all. Now, people are like, what do you expect What do you expect from Bungie? People would have complained no matter what. These are a lot of statements that people have been making. Like, what can you expect from Bungie? Listen, Bungie put a ton of things on the calendar that were actually really, really good. Like, I don't know, the dungeon or the increased difficulty in the nightmare hunts. Those were substantive changes. Those were actual reward structure changes. Nightmare hunts dropped different things at the harder difficulties. You got the the higher level mods from... You got the higher level mods from Legend, and then at Master, you get the core, the Fragment, or the Essence, or or both. Sometimes, if, it, if you get the Essence, you also sometimes get a core and Fragments. So they added reward structure. Now, it's not... I, I did criticize Nightmare Hunts. It's not listed here, but there is greater rewards the higher up you go, right? Now, the biggest thing... The biggest thing that, that makes this frustrating, and the biggest thing that has me a little befuddled and confused, is, is this. Why... Was Altar of Sorrows not on the roadmap? Altar of Sorrows is a public event 
multiple wave escalation protocol protocol style event with three weapons it has loot in it and it wasn't even on the calendar arguably altar of sorrows should have landed in its own week and we played it for a week and enjoyed it and that should have been the precursor to the dungeon it landed with the dungeon which to me was sort of a misfire bungie could have gotten more capital out of their calendar and out of their things if they would have staggered those releases altar of sorrows isn't even on the calendar it took us all by surprise we're like what is this oh my gosh this should have been on the calendar okay if you're gonna put something on the calendar this down here vex offensive final assault should not have been on the calendar on the roadmap it looks like we're gonna be getting something and we basically got nothing this is another arc week this is another time where they make it sound like an event is happening and arc week was nothing and in this case they're making it sound like the activity is going to change and technically it did change but at some levels it didn't change at all okay harder difficulties would have been a really really great loot incentive to go and get more things and the other thing i think people have to consider right now is this is the end of the season this is the time to do something cool this is the time to get everybody excited and happy like when they did the outbreak perfected and everybody got really really excited that was a really really cool season ender it got everybody kind of pumped and it got everybody kind of excited this is not the time to hurt consumer and player confidence in the seasonal structure of content okay there's already criticisms and concerns about the idea that you're retiring content you are introducing content you're introducing an activity and then taking it away there's already salt around that idea and you kind of double down when your your send-off crescendo for vex offensive is literally a dud this is a dud it is nothing it is it is it should not have been on the calendar here's my try to believe the best about bungie thought okay what i think they thought in their mind was vex offensive ending and the undying mind showing up is a narrative driving mechanic it is not an activity or loot driving mechanic changing the name and having the undying mind show up and having ikora building the vex gate in the tower is a storytelling mechanic luke smith talked about how they were going to do this it's a baton pass to the next season i think from a narrative element from a narrative driving element that's actually a really cool idea and more than likely bungie thought we need to make sure everybody knows that vex offensive is going away and it's changing okay it's changing that's great you're changing vex offensive to final assault so that everybody is clear it's going away in three weeks get in there and play and also this is driving the story forward things are going to be changing in the tower things are going to be changing in the story that's totally fine okay that's totally fine whenever whenever they put this on the calendar though they have to understand, they have to understand that when they do that, you're setting expectations. You're setting expectations for the players that it's going to be an actual activity. And one of the easiest things that I think they missed out on is loot. It's a real, real easy solution here. Let's end by talking about loot is the key. One, just one piece of loot I think would have completely changed the perception from the community about this activity. A high drop rate on the Imago loop with random rolls would have, yes, there would have been complaints, but those people complain no matter what. There's a portion of this community that always complains. They are a constant. They're not part of the equation here. I believe there is sort of a unanimous feeling and and vocalization here from the community on Reddit, the forums, Twitter, my YouTube comments. Before I even put a video up, I had people making remarks on YouTube about this, okay? There is a very unanimous conclusion in the community right now that this was disappointing. And if they would have put a high drop rate, random rolled Imago loop in this activity, I think a huge portion of the people complaining would not be complaining. They would be in there grinding like crazy. You could even do something where first week the drop rate's good, the next week it gets better, and then the last week it's dropping like freaking gang, like gangbusters. It's constantly dropping. Just it's there every time. You could really, really go for a god roll. That one piece of loot would have probably changed the entire community's perception about this event. I'm telling you, ignore the people that complain no matter what, okay? Ignore the people that complain no matter what. I think it would have changed the perception from the community. And, I mean, Fessel the Lost got a gun. 
Festival of the Lost got one gun, and you couldn't give a gun to something on the calendar as the seasonal content ender. Like, this is the end of the season. This is the end. This is the last thing on the calendar. This is your capstone. This is your bookend to the season. A boss change in Vex Offensive. Like, I like I said, I don't think this was the time to fumble the ball. This was the worst time to hurt confidence in the consumer and player base about the seasonal structure because the player base numbers are at an all-time high and we're about to go into the next season and the player base numbers are amazing like they're really really strong this far out typically after dlc and seasonal drops the numbers aren't this high now i know new lights feeding that but i really think bungie i hope they have some tricks up their sleeve here i hope something more significant happens something more permanent happens i know people are concerned that like oh it's going away they couldn't do anything that significant with it because it's getting retired i think three weeks of really really crazy high drop rates on a, on a drop would have been perfect uh i know people are probably going to go to the comments and be like oh i didn't expect them to do anything because the you know the event's going away i i don't i think that's a punt and a bad excuse for, for bad content. So, as always, we're going to go to question and answer next. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk and my review of Vex Offensive Final Assault. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. Gonna jump right into the questions. Been trying to do more content so I have it while I'm out of town uh, and don't want to keep these question and answer sessions too long for that. Uh, great first question here from Hobbit Spartan. So I already read this one. Uh, he kind of told me about it. So it's a little bit long, but it's good. A guy from the forums that got a response from Dylan also got an email saying this. Guardians have been battling the Vex invasion throughout the season. Now, a hidden location has been uncovered and the final assault begins. As more Guardians rally to the moon, the time has come to end the invasion once and for all. Do you think we are missing something, or do you think that this part of the roadmap is misrepresented? Uh, This is another piece of the pie that I didn't even talk about. We were looking at the... uh, I'm going to pull it up on screen here. We were looking at the roadmap a lot. And the reason we were looking at the roadmap is I was trying to establish that people's expectations were reasonable. And the reason that I was doing that was everything on the roadmap was either a significant change to an activity, difficulty spectrum, or loot attached to it. So I want to keep this up uh, to reference. This is another piece of the puzzle that I think makes it reasonable for people to be disappointed and a little like, what the heck is this? Because if you're going to tell us that a new lo- a hidden location has been uncovered and the final assault begins. Again, there's something about that that just sounds like, oh wow, what's going on? Are we going to a different place? Is the activity changing? What are we actually doing? The final assault begins. What's the final assault? Well, first of all, they're using capital letters. I, well, you are. I don't know if they use capital letters in the email, but the final assault is probably got capital letters because it's referring to the, the roadmap. And that to me sounds like something, like there's something happening, not a boss change. Uh, I'm, I'm being pretty hard. I'm being pretty hard on Bungie because they, they didn't even change the actual boss fight. The boss changes in appearance, but it's the same fight. He comes out, he goes to the same location. It's the same mechanic to beat him. And he, he's, he's, he's weaker. Um, and other people got the email, Eugene. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure uh, who all got the email, but I saw other people saying they got this email that said this. Um, uh, yeah, Troll Annie in chat. Uh, Troll Annie's got the, got the same email, so I could check my hotmail. I probably have it too. I haven't checked my hotmail in ages. Um, I'm actually gonna do that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I. I well, I don't want to do that on stream. Shoot. Um, yeah, a couple people. There's multiple people in chat that got the email. There we go. So. This was an official email sent from Bungie uh, that said this, okay? Plenty of people in chat are now chiming in and saying they got the email. This, again, is another piece of the puzzle. This is this is another part of my argument. I believe that Bungie set expectations that there would be something happening with Vex Offensive. I don't think it's defensible to be like, well, they did do something. They changed the boss. I don't think that's a good defense. Uh, what I've been arguing significantly, uh, length, pretty significant amount of time this morning, uh, that's not in the talk was that 
they should have put Altar of Sorrows on the roadmap because that's more substantive than Vex Offensive Final Assault. Altar of Sorrows is a is a five wave escalation protocol style event with mechanics and enemies and like a way to fail and three guns, uh, three guns in 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 Altar of Sorrows, and that's not on the uh, that's not on the roadmap. One of the main reasons they didn't do that was number one, maybe space. Number two. They wanted something late in the season. If they if they didn't put Vex Defensive Final Assault on here, there would be nothing to put this late in the season. And I continue to defend the community here. There are people saying, well, the community got too hyped and Bungie can't win. And no matter what Bungie does, people complain. Listen, if you remove Vex Offensive Final Assault from this roadmap, it's a little concerning for those of us that are looking at seasonal content. Okay, there's not much on here for the seasonal content. And what is on there is incredibly weak. Arguably, Vex Offensive Final Assault shouldn't even be on this calendar and if it's not then basically everything stops very very quickly okay and the altar is not seasonal it's it is shadow keep but there's tons of stuff on this roadmap for shadow keep the nightmare hunts the raid uh the xenophage quest the dungeon that's all shadow keep stuff so it would have been totally reasonable reasonable to put uh altar of sorrows on this roadmap i also don't think altar of sorrows should have launched the same week as the dungeon it should have launched on its own they would have gotten a little bit more time out of the calendar if they would have pushed the dungeon back one week and had altar of sorrows land on its own week i don't see why they didn't do that it was its own activity with its own loot pool it it has more loot than the dungeon because it's new loot, it's three three guns. The coolness of the guns set aside, I mean, the guns from Altar aren't that great, but both Altar of Sorrows and Festival of the Lost have guns and loot attached to them. Vex Offensive Final Assault should have had something, okay? There's an entire armor set for Vex Offensive. There is guns for Vex Offensive. At the very least, why not ornaments so the guns don't look so bad? I mean, they could have done that. Just some just some free ornaments. Nothing, in, you know, nothing in the, uh, not in the Eververse. They could have done that. Uh, I argued that one loot drop would have fixed this. Just one drop. You had one gun with random rolls for Festival of the Lost. Why not do one gun for this? Call it the Imago Loop <laughs> and give it random rolls and give it a high drop rate each, a higher drop rate each week. So by the time we get to the last week, it's like a really, really, you know, high, high drop rate and people are able to. Uh, people are able to get tons of chances uh, at the weapon as a nice nostalgic send-off uh, to this. Again, looking at this in the absolute best light possible, I think internally Bungie said, we're going to use Vex Offensive to move the narrative forward, which they have, and it's actually cool. We're going to actually use the Vex Offensive as a seasonal piece of content that will be retired, which is a new concept, and we want the community to know that it's being retired. We'll call it Final Assault. It'll be clear that the event is ending. Unfortunately, all those intentions are a little muddled and a little unclear when you put it on a calendar with a bunch of other pieces of content that either significantly change something or are a loot grind or a quest or something like that. So Vex Offensive Final Assault doesn't fit the theme of the calendar and it's uh it's it's intention and its purpose just doesn't make sense to be on the calendar okay the weekly things the weekly memories with Eris are not on this calendar that's a really cool and creative way for them to move the story forward in a non-game impacting non-loot changing way you know you, you do something that's already in the game it's a quest and that quest takes you back to Eris and you learn about her fire team. That is a story driving uh, piece of content in the game and they, they don't put that on the calendar. So I love what they're doing. Okay, I want to be clear here. I love what they're doing. I love that they're saying the story is going to go into the next season instead of like we had Ada and the Black Armory and then we just jumped to Drifter. This story is continuing to evolve and I think that's dope I I think it's even cool to bring back the undying mind and have a vex gate in the tower and all this stuff all of that's cool I just think they they should have uh, they should have handled this a little bit better with setting expectations maybe don't even put it on the calendar but tell us it's coming as a way to end vex offensive and it's just a way to keep everybody you know clear that it's that it's uh, that it's ending. I don't need to see the email, man. I guess if, if if you have a if you have a how do you have a link to an email? Is it a picture? Um, you can put the link; it'll get bopped, and I can still click on it if it's just a picture. Um, 
Ginger uh, 300 uh, says, Final Assault was disappointing, but to play devil's advocate, do you think this season was a little lighter on content because it was coming alongside Shadowkeep? Here's the thing. I've actually I've actually said that quite a bit. I don't oh that's viewinfo.bungie.net. So this is what the email looks like. This is the HTML version uh, of the email. So there there's the undying mind. Final assault begins. Okay. Guardians have been battling the Vex invasion throughout the season. Now a hidden location has been uncovered and the final assault begins. As more guardians rally to the moon, the time has come to end the invasion once and for all, and we have learned more. Okay, learn more takes me to Bungie. It just takes me to season, uh, season of the Undying. Stop the Vex offensive. Okay, requires season pass. So this is just them basically just a, a, a commercial uh, for the season, and that's fine. Uh, that's fine. That, that, that's that's but that's where the, that's where the email takes you. Um, and then down here, Stadia, Destiny Community. Okay, again. I, I don't know how you read this, okay? I don't know how you read this and look at the way that it's structured, titled, and set up. Final Assault begins. And then they list it again, Final Assault. They say that a hidden location has been found. I don't know how you read that and say, yeah, it's the community's fault. They got wound up and overhyped and, and they shouldn't have expected anything. I don't know why we should have not expected anything in light of the calendar and that email. Clearly, the marketing push here is not in line with what's being delivered. It, it's it, Imagine how uh, Arc Week did nothing, and that was a point of contention in the community. People got pretty ticked about that. Right? And uh, <laughs> and uh, that they didn't market that nearly as much. They marketed this more. Um, so... I don't know. Um, now, back to this question. Okay. Ginger 300 is saying, do you think this was light because it was coming alongside of Shadowkeep? All right. Now, listen, that's a point that I didn't make in my video that I probably should have made, but it's a point I've made many, many times. People, I, I've gotten asked this question a lot. Lono, are you concerned about the next couple of seasons? Because if we just look at season of undying content, it's pretty light. And I continue to say, I think it's light on purpose. I think the next season will be bigger, and the next season bigger, bigger, and then the final season, the bigger, bigger, bigger. Like, it's going to get bigger each time. And the reason for that is they have more time to work on it. They're going to have to be more substantive because they stand on their own. And if we look at Black Armory to Drifter to Menagerie, each season got more substantive stuff. The Forges were pretty basic. Reckoning was far more substantive than the Forges. Now, we didn't like Reckoning, but the encounter and the location was all new. The Forges were kind of not. They were in existing areas, kind of, and it was pretty basic. Ads came out and you threw balls. Reckoning had multiple layers to it. It was a new location, new area, and there was two different bosses that were pretty significant in comparison to the forges. Then you get to Menagerie, and it's even bigger. Now, I've used that logic to say I think that was intentional. If you go back to Forsaken, I don't even know what Season of the Outlaw would have given you if you ripped Season of the Outlaw out of Forsaken. People, A lot of people forget. It was Season of the Outlaw, then it was Season of the Forge, then it was Season of the Drifter, then it was Season of Opulence. Like, Season of the Outlaw was actually the name of the season for Forsaken. A lot of people forget that. And I don't even know what was seasonal content back then. I don't even know if that was a concept when Forsaken landed. So if we just look at Forge to Drifter to to Opulence, I think there's a significant change in substance each season. And I think something similar will happen this time. So, yes, I don't think you're playing Devil's Advocate, though, with the disappointment about Vex Offensive Final Assault because this is something I've been really, really driving home. And this was one of my pushbacks to people saying, oh, the community got overhyped. It's the community's fault. Since since the conversation about Shadowkeep and the season has begun, I have seen way more people being apprehensive and slightly concerned about the seasonal content's not that substantive, it's not that great, I don't really know about next season. Now is the time to really impress people or wow people or do something neat, not something disappointing. I think the reason a lot of people are upset is they were kind of waiting, okay, is this going to be the moment they really kind of secure and show that the season seasonal content can be cool, that it can lead to a cool crescendo and a climax, that something neat can happen with it, and it kind of just, it's kind of like a balloon getting the air let out of it, it's like, 
what this is it this is the end of x offensive and so people that were apprehensive and concerned about vex uh, i'm sorry about the seasonal content not being substantive enough we're now ending season of the undying with a lot of people saying i if this is all we're going to be getting in seasonal content i don't think i'm going to be concerned or bothered to buy the next i don't know when bungie plans to start marketing season of dawn but they gotta freaking hurry up because right now i think this season's ending on a kind of a, pr- a pretty low note and it should have ended on a high note. Whenever Outbreak Perfected ended uh, the one season, it was like we were ending on a high note. It, re- it really, really felt cool. It really felt good. And this would have been a really, really good time to do something similar with an Imago loop or something to make us feel that nostalgic. Like, ha neat. You know, everybody's going for a Imago loop, you know, grind. I think that would have been a really, really good move. Uh, Domo says the overwhelming feedback in general is everyone at some level is disappointed with how the build up turned into I wonder how things would have gone if Bungie told us a bit of what we should expect this is why I think it just should have not been on the calendar if you tell us in a twab or in that like pop up in Bun- in, in Destiny which some be- f- some feedback for Bungie that menu pop ups nice to like let people know what's coming next week but I close out of it by accident all the time that menu needs to be a hold x or hold y to, to close um so people don't close it by accident because i close out of it all the time by accident and i would like to actually you know read it so i would use that and i would use the twab for announcements like this um i would say hey you know Let's next week is the Vex Offensive Final Assault. It's it's considered the wind down of the activity. There's going to be a cha- you know there's going to be a different boss, but this is just your reminder that this you know this 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 encounter is actually going away. It's the end. I know they don't like talking like that. They want to turn they want to turn the the fact that they're retiring content into a positive, which I think is really really hard to do. They're basically trying to say, oh the the the. Vex Offensive's ending, but they want to make it sound cool, and I think that's one of the reasons this didn't go over that well. Um, and I know Guy with Gun is saying, we have 19 days, the season's not ending on a low note. Okay, listen, there could still be something really cool that happens. They could launch a secret hidden mission, and the Vex Mythoclast could be coming, right? That happened with Outbreak Perfected. We suddenly got surprised, suddenly it was in the game, suddenly there was the catalyst, and then we all went for it. Like, the day the catalyst appeared is the day the mission was available. I've continued to say that Season of the Undying would be the perfect time to bring back the Vex Mythoclast because the look of the gun, the name of the gun, and the theme of the season all go hand in hand. So, we could still have something really cool and nostalgic happen. It could be tied to the Undying Mind, it could be tied to the Vex Offensive, that it because obviously getting the outbreak perfected and getting whisper uh that's stuff that you can still do so if they were to do something like that it wouldn't be a limited time thing uh it would be in the game all the time but that would be a good way to end um they said they tried to bring back the mythic class but every time they fired it the game crashed i are you joking i don't think they said that origami do you think Bungie expected this criticism and do you expect future seasons to have similar ways uh, of content delivery letdowns? Here's the thing. There, I, I have a hard time believing any I, anybody at Bungie that looked at this, I, I have a really, really hard time believing they thought this was going to go over well. Um, I just, I don't know. It's weird to me. Um, it's weird to me to announce something and have it not be anything, and to think people will be okay with that. You know what I mean? Coke says, do you think Final Insult is a community challenge that got cancelled? Too few days left in the season to have us meet our goal. I'm only going to answer your question, Coke, because you're you're way late in the the queue, and I'm not going to get to that one. Um, I don't think this was a community challenge, no. Uh... You, wait, no, it could have been a it could have been a community challenge because they talk about needing to kill him hundreds and hundreds of times. Maybe it was meant to be a community challenge. Maybe the community challenge is going to launch uh, next week or something or the last week. That's not bad. Basically, telling us we have to kill the the the. the that's not bad. That might be something that's coming. We did get the emblem though. We got an emblem, which that could have been a planned emblem drop. You might be right. Um, yeah. What about mine? Mel says. My thought was, why even tell us about the Undying Mine? Wouldn't have been cooler to just have found him there. Yeah, I would agree with that too. I would agree with that too, but they like the build-up, I think. Again, I think the... I think... 
your question, Mel, strikes at what's going on. They were using this and Ikora and the Undying Mind to move the story forward. That's what they were doing. They were moving things forward and it wasn't meant to be a significant deliverable and that's why people are frustrated. It's basically just a narrative piece. That's all it really is. If we're honest, that's all this is. We actually got there was there's more substance to the ghost's dialogue and Ikora's dialogue than there is in the boss fight. The boss fight has no substantive change at all. The mechanics the same. He goes to the same locations. Like, he's easier to kill. He's weaker. There's more substance in what the ghost says and what Ikora says. It's a narrative driver. That's all it really is. And that's why people are irritated. It's like, it looked like it was going to be content, and it's not content. It's a, it's dialogue, basically. T-Funk says... If this is the content for the season, what can we expect for next season? Similar grind for underperforming weapons and terrible rolled armor, grind hours for a title. I know this season might be light compared to future seasons, but this doesn't bode well for me to continue to grind future seasons. Well, at one level, you're touching on something that they've admitted needs improved, so we know it's on their radar that guns and the gun system needs overhauled. We know that. Uh, Armor stats, they've also acknowledged that the the stat rolls in certain areas of the game don't make any sense. Dungeon and Raid being the two most obvious offenders, and then Master Nightmare Hunts being another offender of, like, what's the point of going for this armor, uh, you know, in these essences? There should be a way to get, you know, higher level versions of the armor. Those are also things that they have acknowledged. You know, so I, I don't know if they're going to be able to make these pivots and these changes before next season. I would hope that they started small and then, as I said, they'll just level each season up in more than just substance, also maybe perks. It'd be really, really nice to have guns in the next season that are cooler than the guns we have now. Maybe they get that extra slot we've been talking about. Maybe the artifact really shakes things up. I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said for the artifact's influence over what we use, but I do think weapons need an overhaul. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to happen until next year. I think next year would be like weapons 2.0 or whatever. Beer pie. How do you see the next few seasons playing out? I feel like they will be relatively light. I, we've been answering this question a lot, so I'm going to skip yours. Levitate Green. Do you think this is a symptom of them trying to do something nearly every week of the season? It's a light change, uh, but they have given us a ton of stuff, but it's balanced in terms of content in general. What do you think? Um, I think you're right, but I also think this doesn't have the same intention as the rest of the items. It's a little... <sighs> Okay, it's a little unfair, right? It's a little unfair because they're trying to end Vex Offensive with a story element, and that's what they delivered. Now, when you compare it to the rest of the items, it's like nothing happened. It's just pretty boring compared to everything else on the calendar. It also, it's a double whammy because it's at the end of the calendar. It's at the end of the announced seasonal stuff. Like, look, Season of the Undying, October to December, and you're like, this is it? This is your last piece? So it's kind of a double whammy. If Vex Offensive Final Assault would have happened earlier, people would have been like, what the frick? It just changed to the Undying Mind. And people would have been like, oh well, it's moving the story forward. Ikora's talking about it and how we're going to have to kill it tons of times and then, you know, we're eventually going to close the gate. But again, um, I, I, I do think, I do think they wanted this to come at the end of the season because this is a way for them to close out the activity and it's it's got two threads, right? It's closing out the activity and it's moving the story forward. Um, and I I agree. I don't think it's as simple as Bungie's just trying to fill the map. Uh, this was supposed to be something more. It feels like we got a piece of something that isn't done, which could have been a community challenge. Since there's dialogue about killing him tons of times, Rizzo, what's the point of the portal behind Icor in the tower? We don't know. Brock Kelly. I mean, she's said saying said things, but we don't know exactly what they're going to do with it. We sort of have an idea of what's coming next season. Back to the Infinite Forest and Trials, as Luke hinted at in the vid docs. Uh, in what ways could the same problem be presented next season? No new Trials gear. I've I've said this for a while, that I think Bungie wins a lot of... Maybe, I don't want to use the word forgiveness. I think people are more tolerant of of, of content not being amazing 
if there's loot to chase. Um, if if you look at the the uh, if you look at the infinite forest, maybe not the infinite forest. Let me think of something here. Uh, if you look at the strike system. People have been grinding the nightfalls for those currencies. And they're like, oh, it's great. Exotics are dropping like crazy. I think people will typically be a little bit more forbearing and, and understanding of content not being insanely crazy and substantive if there's loot attached to it, right? Uh, Lightly says, we do know. We're transmitting it in Vex Offensive and summoning the Undying Mind. It appears in Vex Offensive after he plans the transmat beacon. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. We do. We transmat it there and we summon the Undying Mind, but it's still in the tower. That's kind of weird. Maybe next week it'll disappear. I don't. It's why. How is it still in the tower and and we transmatted it? Transmat means to literally move it. Um. We yeah. We wanted the Undying Mind to be there, but I don't know. It's stored in the tower. We transmat it from the tower. And then it goes back. See, I think it's going to backfire on us. And the Undying Mind's going to end up in the tower. <laughs> or something else that the Undying Mind answers to. Uh, <clears throat> I think this is Matt Watley, maybe. Do you think it would have been a little better received if they did it as a community challenge? Yeah, we already had somebody ask, uh, Coke Logic asking, you know, do you think this could have been or was planned as like a community challenge? I actually think it's a pretty decent theory, honestly. Because they, um, they, they, they constantly talk about us killing him lots of times, you know? So it could have been that. Uh... Skipping that guy's question. Leviathan, when Cosmo asked, what did you not like about it on Reddit? Did Bungie really think it was going to be a positive outlook when it's literally just a boss change? Sometimes this might happen. Like, I'm not not defending the bad decision here, but I think sometimes um, people can become a fan. They can get too insular and they become a fan... And you get all wound up. And you're like, oh, this is going to be so great. Uh, we we do this in our day-to-day life. You know what I mean? Like, parents are planning a trip. And they get caught up in the moment and the planning. And they're like, oh, this is going to be so amazing and awesome. We're going to do this, 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 and this, and this. And then they get to the end of the trip or midway through the trip. And they're like, oh, my gosh. This was such a bad idea. We're tired. The kids are tired. This is too much in one day. This is a long day. We completely got caught up in the moment, right? We became a fan of our own creativity, you know, and our own idea. You know, you get get caught up in the moment. I think sometimes if you listen to the way that Bungie employees talk about Destiny, they are really, really big fans of Destiny and the lore and the stories. Like, they're in there. They like the the story and the characters and the lore. And I think sometimes they look at this and they're like, oh, it's going to be awesome. We're going to close the, the Vex Offensive, but before we stop the Vex Offensive, we're actually going to summon the Undying Mind into the Vex Offensive. And people in the room are like, that'd be awesome. That sounds so cool. You know, ah, oh, dude, this is going to be so, so, uh, this to be so great. What a great narrative crescendo for the season. Okay? And, and we as the players are like, that's cool, but we we're we're playing. I can't engage with a narrative for three weeks. Like the narrative part of it's over, right? What you're describing is groupthink, right? They get caught up in it, and it all seems great. And to a certain extent, Bungie did a did a bang up job with Shadowkeep and this season. They did a really good job. I've been really really impressed with everything with the dungeon, with the difficulty, with the armor 2.0, with the new modifiers. They've done a really really good job, you know. And and I see so much potential in the things that they've added and I've talked about that with nightmare hunts and the difficulty spectrum and the and the action MMO feel and combing over utility driven perks and, and 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 different builds and stuff like they've done a really really good job but in this certain in this particular piece I think they got caught up in their own sort of like they got jaded into thinking this was going to be really exciting and really cool and they're like I don't get it the community hates it the community's mad and it's like if you would have pumped the brakes for five minutes, sent me an email, one person, one member of the community, if they had sent one of us an email, be like, 
hey uh george hey alono what do you think about this we'd have been like that's it would they be like what do you mean that's it isn't this cool isn't this neat well yeah it's neat but what else are you doing if it's the end of the season if it's the end of the event if you're bringing back the undying mind what else is happening is there loot does it get harder are there modifiers why am i going to do anything with that why am i going to care and then have been like oh shoot you're right okay hang on and then they would have gone back to their meetings and they would have adjusted i genuinely think sometimes they just get caught up in thinking like this is going to be such a great way to tell the story such a unique thing that you know the destiny community's never had storytelling like this before that we were going to be like kind of excited about that and then that would have been enough to kind of be like oh neat the undying mind um it's a disconnect from developer who probably don't actually play and the fans that do play no, I, I think that I think they do play quite a bit. I, I really do. I do. I think they play the game a lot. There's no story going on. It's just a boss change. No, it's an actual development of the story, Johnny. We've been listening to Ikora talk about the, the Undying Mind all season. She's been talking about we can fight him in thousands of different uh, instances and versions of him and summoning him. And she's been talking about the whole season. And this is going to lead in, in, into the next. This is going to lead to the next. There is no cutscene, no storytelling. Like, there doesn't need to be a cutscene for storytelling. There has been ongoing dialogue and recorded audio for Ikora all season, and then the ghost said stuff too in the when whenever we actually went in there. So they're they're bringing back number one. They're bringing back the Undying Mind, which the Undying Mind should be dead, but we're we're bringing in like different versions of it and instance of it. it it's a hundred percent story driven it's it's a part of the the season to season storytelling that they're doing now instead of the old way of doing it where ada ada was basically done ada was basically done after week one she didn't really do much or say much and then there was niobe labs but then it was over and then it was drifter so they're trying to do like a baton handoff of the story so when we go into season of dawn there's like this clear like oh got the baton we're gonna keep this story going i just felt like something was missing it's meant to be like when you go and do eris's memories or when you were going and listening to the queen talk it's meant to be like that when we were going and listening to the queen talk every season after forsaken there was only one major cutscene i think right it was the first time she showed up and then the second one was Aldrin coming back to life. And then and then that's it. And Eris the same deal right now. You do her weekly thing and there's just some narrative to like fill those things in about like what happened to Eris's fire team. Like those you're going through those memories with her and they're doing something similar here where you go weekly we were going to Ikora and hearing about this and it was their way of moving things forward. They don't always move the narrative forward with big, huge cutscenes and, and stuff like that. Star Screams. Do you think uh, this is just the beginning of the evolving world? Before the season ends, they continue to add dialogue, lore, maybe loot. I feel there's more to come than the tower changes. Well, the only way they're adding loot is with an update, because there's nothing in the collections and there's nothing in the database. So we would know if there was a gun added, we would see it in the database. Um, Aldrin's alive. I'm really mad they didn't make that a cutscene for everybody to watch when you booted up that week. You had to go and do the thing, and then the offering, and then you had to go and do the queen thing, where you jump through the portal, and that one week, they show Aldrin getting resurrected by a ghost, so he's basically a guardian now. He's a guardian of light. If a ghost brought him back to life, then he's just like us, because that's what happens to us at the beginning of D1. So, I don't know what they have planned for him, but it, there's no way they film that scene in a vacuum. That's tied to something that's coming. We have no idea what, though. Um, yeah, if they're going to do more with this or add loot to it, I would think it would. there would have to be an update or, a, or like a little mini download or something. So... That's going to be super confusing for people who haven't seen it and he suddenly shows up. Well, they're going to have to do a flashback to explain it. They're going to have to do like a flashback, make it black and white and be like, for those of you that missed it, like, I don't know, you know, previously on Lost, something like that, you know, <laughs> previously on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, double V three, three. 
other than a gun other than gun or armor do you think there's another satisfactory reward for Bungie could make Final Assault worth it I, I, I think that it would have to be loot like a gun a gun or something would have been better than an emblem Master Noodle do you think the Final Assault would have been better done as a community event we've already had people speculate that that's what it was supposed to be I like Shadowkeep the moon was nice the raid dungeon's great the seasonal content was awful though Vex Offensive got boring after a couple runs do you think it was lackluster due to it being released we already had that basic same question yes it was I think the seasonal content was the lightest it's going to be because it launched alongside Shadowkeep Cruxley, on the Bungie roadmap, the only things listed as part of Season Undying are the Leviathan's Rest Quest and Vex Defensive. The rest is associated with Shadowkeep or Free for All. Since future seasons will not be launched alongside of an expansion, do you think they're going to feel lacking? We've answered this question ten times this morning. I believe they'll get bigger each season, just like they did last time. Okay, Shy. Do you think this season is less quantitative because they also had to- Oh my gosh, you guys are not reading chat at all. That's four questions in a row. You, you're, you're literally seeing people submit questions in chat. Maybe don't ask yours if you just saw somebody type that. Brandino, how does Bungie go on about managing expectations from here? Uh, is it just attaching loot to appease the masses? At the end of the day, it's still underwhelming content with just a reason to play it. Listen, all content in Destiny, okay? Uh, all, all content in Destiny is basically a loop of predictable sort of things and then a loot drop at the end. That's all destiny. Strikes, lost sectors, nightfalls, raids, dungeons, nightmare hunts, everything. That's it. It's the content becomes a subtext that you're just kind of doing over and over again to get loot to drop. You know what I mean? I think you're overconfident in the upcoming seasons. Thanks for sharing your opinion. I mean, they 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 added the seasonal content last annual pass got bigger and more substantive each season. I don't think they were going to completely. Let's imagine right now they've got two or three things loaded into the hopper for next season that they could have put in Shadowkeep and Season of the Undying. They didn't do it because we got Shadowkeep. We got a moon. We got uh, dungeon. We got raids. Uh, we got the nightmare hunts. We we got uh, what else did we get? Uh, Xenophage. But we got all those things with Shadowkeep. So they might have taken certain things and said, "Okay, this is basically ready to go, loaded into the hopper. We need to put that into the next season." So I I think there's plenty of reason to think that the next seasons will be more substantive than what Season of the Undying had. I think that's a pretty logical way of thinking about it. That they made Season of the Undying thinner because it was attached to DLC. Losing Activision is a major loss in regards to manpower. This is their first real try it as their own. That's an element that we'll have to see play out. That could that could limit what they do season to season because they don't have Vicarious Visions and High Moon Studios. I'll grant you that point. But we'll have to just wait and see. I do I do think they could have done more and they probably opted to push those things to future seasons. Chaos Tales. With 20 days left in the season, do you think Final Assault has the potential to evolve? I don't know. Given that Vex Offensive is being retired, they'd have to be really careful with that. Because the event's going away. You, if, so if it gets really, really cool and there's really crazy, awesome stuff happening the last week, including loot drops and stuff, um, I would be concerned that that would be really, really odd. Um, they announced Borderlands 3 first DLC add-on Moxie's heist of the handsome jackpot they have a reveal trailer uh, where during their episode Greg Miller and Fran were joined by Gearbox Studio Randy Pitchford we're going to explore the glitzy new galaxy destination package with unique zones worthy of handsome Jack's lavish lifestyle and dirty dealings Moxie's crew of eccentric characters discover hidden secrets, get a blast from Pandora's past when you battle the Hyperion forces that outlived handsome Jack, uh, including never before seen enemies. Man oh man I really wish Borderlands 3 would have would have launched in better shape because that sounds cool um, that sounds cool but I just, I, I need that early game to be better as well as a late game <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that um, I as far as them evolving, evolving the actual encounter itself, I'm not going to put a whole lot of stock in that. I'm just not. There's not a lot of time, and it would be weird. It would feel really crammed. 
Ajani, were we spoiled with loot in the Black Armory expansion? There was almost as many guns in that season as Undying. Um, I don't know if we were spoiled. I mean, if they give us content, it's supposed to have loot in it. I don't think that that... (laughs) I don't know if that's spoiling us or if that's just like base level expectation for loot pursuit games. I mean, that was one of the points I made earlier when we were hotly debating this. It's a loot pursuit game. It's a looter shooter. So it's really weird to like come to a looter shooter community and be like, hey, we're, uh, we're launching some new stuff in this looter shooter. And we're like, oh, cool. Uh, where's the looties and the shooties? And they're like, well, there's not really any looties and shooties this time. It's just the, it's the, the boss is different and there's some, there's some dialogue. It's like, wait, huh? Like, why did you even tell us about this? Why did you even put it on the map? Why did you even, like, why did you even promote this? Um, why did you send an email? Uh, <laughs> if it's, if there's no looties and shooties. So, that's what people want out of these games, man. That's what they want. MST Gamers. Why do you think Bungie keeps having these gaffes over and over, never really seeming to learn from their mistakes? I think they're spinning a lot of plates and I think eventually one plate ends up wobbling and falling and I just think this was one of those times where they had a really great idea and the community is just not getting that vision transfer. We're just not catching the vision. We're like, this is not good. This is not what we expected and Bungie's like, we really thought you guys were going to like this, you know? Servo Actuator. Do you think Bungie is taking the horde mode style activities to oversaturation? Blind Well, Reckoning, Menagerie, Forges, Altars of Sorrow, Vex Offensive. I think we need a new activity. Uh, is there another mode other than horde mode? Here's something that I think you're you're putting your finger on and you're misunderstanding it, okay? It's been this way since Destiny 1, where you would be like, get out your ghost, now defend your position. Get out your ghost, now defend your position. The reason that this will always be the underlying structure for Destiny is because what's the alternative? Really linear, run through, run through the area and kill a couple ads. You know what I mean? It makes more sense to take the flow of ads from miners to majors to mini bosses and have little like microcosmic versions of that everywhere because you are built to deal with that you have trash ad killing guns you have major busting guns you have boss dps guns you have supers to support that supers to damage this you were built for this type of content as guardians like not as guardians like thor as guardians haha <laughs> that's funny uh, th- this content is part of the identity of destiny when you're running a strike what do you do you stop you got to stand on plates defend those plates wait for the door to come down you go into a new room what do you do you got to kill everything in the room you got to go get out your ghost right you got to do all these things and then you go to the next thing and it's kind of like a horde mode you kill some ads more ads appear kill some ads and then move on get to the boss fight do some damage ads appear kill the ads do more damage kill the ads like this is this is part of the identity of destiny Okay, so, so, SRL wasn't a horde mode. (laughs) Shut the frick up. So, when you say, are they doing too much of this, I say, you're asking, are they, is there too much Destiny content? All Destiny content feels this way and is structured this way. So, if you're expecting less horde mode style stuff, then you're you're going to be really really disappointed because <laughs> i think everything in the future is going to land somewhere in this spectrum of go to an area kill ads more ads show up kill them too stand your ground satisfy a mechanic move on it's it's always structured that way every raid every strike every environment is structured is structured this way to to less to greater and lesser degrees obviously um reckoning is very very different from the forges the forges you're always in the same spot reckoning has a linear element to it and it's very very spammy uh menagerie is kind of like the forges and reckoning had a baby you go to an area and you just have to defend it while satisfying the mechanic and you cannot leave and there's tons of ads 
uh, Altars of Sorrow is like Escalation Protocol. It, it's it's in an open space, it's public, and then there's these boss mechanics you have to master, uh, and everybody's got to work together and dole out tons of damage. That there's this is all over the game, and it's not I don't it's not going away. It certainly isn't going away. Captain uh, SRAS. Do you think it would have been better received if it wasn't announced and it just happened? Yeah, we already kind of said that. I think it would have gone a little bit better if they would have been like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, this is our way of getting rid of... I don't know what I just did. There we go. This is our way of kind of ending Vex Offensive. Again, I think two things happened here. I think Bungie kind of got caught up in their own... Would it be hubris? This idea of like, oh, it's going to be such great storytelling... I also think Bungie's really trying to put a spin on the fact that they're getting rid of Vex Offensive. Well, we don't want to come out and make it sound negative, like, well, Vex Offensive's getting ready to leave, so we want to let you know that, you know, the, the, the final weeks of the assault are happening now. They're trying to spin it and make it sound cool. Is that wrong? Probably not. But they're trying to spin it and trying to be like, oh, you know, Vex Offensive, final assault. It's This is the end, but it's a cool end, you know. Faz says, uh, can we really use Season of the Undying and Vex Offenses as a basis for future seasons given its release of the major expansion? We've touched on this a lot today. It's probably going to be the thinnest season out of all of them because it launched with Shadowkeep. Studley, do you think Season of the Undying was the- Oh my gosh, you guys are doing it on purpose now. You literally, you literally did it right after that guy, Studley. You guys did this on purpose. Y'all got together and said, "I gotta let's all ask the same question, but ten different ways." It'll be so funny. Happy Ham Gaming says, "Speaking of convincing and restoring faith in next season, do you think that it's a bad sign they haven't announced any info for next season?" No, they usually do this right before. They usually, honestly, start announcing and doing trailers like right before the the next one. Uh Mick, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Mike FPS. After the season, do you think it's better to uh, better to be on Steam than Blizzard or the reverse? Listen, I don't know what's going on, and I don't know if it's Steam related, but <laughs> it's really been bad ever since they launched Cross Save. Myself and many others. It's not just me. It's not just suddenly my internet got bad or something. All of a sudden. We have terrible, terrible problems. I can't get to the tower. I'm getting error messages. I'm playing with my buddies, and all of a sudden, I don't see any ads, and they see, uh, you know, all this stuff. Um, yeah, Paul just tweeted something I can foresee happening. He said he'd bet money today or tomorrow we get a community challenge. I, a lot of people are saying that. A lot of people are saying that they that they feel like this is, this was meant to be a community challenge, or one is coming. Uh. Willie will know. Close to the end of the season and the release of the final assault having no difficulty increase, do you think Bungie made the 950-960 grind a carrot for top tier players and not a must for any endgame content? Obviously 960 makes it all easier, but it's not really a must. Well, that, that's that's exactly what they said. You're asking, did they design this for top tier players when they literally said that? Arcanist, do you think it's possible for the reason the seasonal content has fallen on its face a bit is because people wanted to focus on the expansion content and didn't want to put too much into the season itself? Um, oh, you think the players did that? I mean, this is basically another version of the same question we've gotten all day. Yes, Shadowkeep got the focus over Season of the Undying. Uh, was it the fact that Vex Offensive Final Assault was on the roadmap we're disappointed, or the season ending with a whimper instead of a bang? It's a mix of both. It's a mix of both. Um, so, it was like, they launched Vex Offensive, and then something's gonna happen at the end of the season. They launched Nightmare Hunts, and then every time they launched a new difficulty, it changed, it changed, difficulty went up, there was new modifiers, and there was new loot drops. And so... I think people just thought, yeah, something's going to happen, and nothing did. Uh, Orc Slayer. Do you think people would be less uh, undying content was... Uh, do you think people would be less undying content was just Shadowkeep like Season 4 with Forsaken? Good job, Orc Slayer, on running a sentence that makes no sense. Flying Mangoes. Do you think the final challenge will be banking five modes per player like you hoped it was? Oh, I don't know. They might do that in the final fight. Um, they might do that in the final fight. That would be, that would be really, really good, wouldn't it? Five at a time. What's the final challenge called? It's called zero to a hundred, isn't it? 
I don't know. I don't know. Zero to a hundred. Um, uh, I don't know. Sorry, I forgot to write less upset if. All right, let me reread your question, Orc. Do you think people would be less upset if Undying Content was just Shadow Keep like Season 4 with Forsaken? Yeah, I don't know because it, 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 Season of the Outlaw was just a part of Forsaken and we don't know what the content was. I think right now they try, they're trying to give us some indication of what seasonal content's going to look like. So, um,. Oh, this is a challenge question. Um, we're getting into the challenge questions now. So I'm actually going to end this Q&A session so we can do the second Q&A session about challenges. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I'm, I'm breaking up my Q&A sessions in my videos so I, you guys get more content on the audio versions and YouTube. So as always, you can watch this content live here at saynotorage.com or listen in all the other places. Uh, as always, please like, share, and subscribe.